Blog Talk Radio. Radio station on the land, you hear me? Oh, well, what that is? Hilltop, Hilltop.
Washington, Los Angeles, California, New York City's in the house, and everybody else around the world that's tuned in with us right now here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Again, another, this is Throwback Thursday, as you guys heard from my main man, DJ Quick. And let's get on, everybody, over here so we can get this interview started tonight right here on the Hilltop. And this is DJ Sean and the Dysfunctional Family, the real Dysfunctional Family. What's up, Double Chocolate? Welcome to the show. Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? All right. You need to put your uh, cell phone on your titties. You know where they go at. I don't have to keep telling you every oh, show. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Mr. No Weapon, welcome to the show. I'm just so happy to be here with you people. <laughs> you people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you get ready to start a fucking riot up here, you people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And uh, Mr. AJ, the Georgia Peach, welcome to the show. Hello, 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 everybody. All right. Uh, we're still waiting on DJ uh, Groove and DJ B Lethal. They'll be on with us momentarily, shortly, here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You know, uh, this is the last night until Sunday night. You know, we'll be back Sunday night with uh, Love After Dog Rat. That's a double chocolate show. Got a hype show. She's really killing it over there in Louisiana, part of the Hilltop Radio Show oh. Network. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get in this interview and get it going. Got to welcome my man, uh, Mick Hands. Mike Hands. Welcome to the show, man. Sorry I fucked your name up, Mick. I know it's called Mike. Pardon me. What's going on with you, gang? How you doing? Doing good, man. How about yourself, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule and joining us here tonight on a Thursday night, man. Throwback. Nah, it's all it's all good actually. Um, we just doing some work, some branding, you know, with the brand uh, New York State of Mind, um, Code dot com. That's what we're working on now. So I was just in the middle of one of those, stepped out to get it with you guys. So I'm all for it. Man, tell us tell us a little bit about who Mike Hands is, man. You're a legend within your own, man. Um, I know about you. Uh, so let everybody, all the listeners around the world uh, know who you are, my man. Well, MC, producer, designer, former model, um, parent, um, philanthropist. Um, I'm just a, you know, an individual trying to keep one foot in front of the other and trying not to trip. That's all it is. I'm not making it up as I go along, but taking it as it comes. That's right, man. What what part of uh what part of New York you repping representing, man? Flatbush. 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 Brooklyn's in the house. All right. Indeed. Well, man. Well, again, man. Uh, man, tell us, uh, man. You know, the pandemic slowed a lot of things down, man. Did the pandemic help you, or it slowed you down as well, man? Talk to us. Well, I think it was a well need. It, it slowed me down. The pandemic slowed me down. Um, it was a well needed rest. My kidney had failed just before, so I actually ended oh, wow. the pandemic on dialysis. So I was kind of sat down already when everybody else caught up to the pandemic. And then um, the pandemic also bought me my transplant. 
Um, so, you know, a lot wow. of congratulations things. to you, man. Thank congratulations you. to you, you on that, man, and good health. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of a lot of things came through the pandemic that weren't all tragic. So, I think I would have been moving around too much had the world allowed it. Wow. So how, how's your health right now through the transplant and everything now today? How are you today? By the grace of God, stable. By the grace of God, stable. But, you know, I still approach every blood test with concern. But I think that's right. just the trauma of being, you know, having a long-term illness. Wow, man. Well, you're you're in our prayers, man, you know, for a 100%, you know. Great. Uh, you know, God. God's watching over you, man. You know, God That's is. That's a whole fact. He's uh, that dude is uh, he's he he comes when he wants to come, man, and then when he comes, he comes. And yeah, I'm just Shows getting up, over a stroke. Down. I'm just getting over a stroke myself, man. And the, the how my stroke was, I wasn't. I ain't even supposed to be talking. I ain't supposed to be walking. They they said I ain't even. I wasn't even supposed to be here, man. But you know, God touches people. You know, Doesn't. when it's not your time, it's not your time. You're going to make sure well, I'm grateful you're going to you. stay. Yeah, I'm appreciate grateful that. to you. I'm grateful I had the opportunity for you to stick around so that we can do this interview. My grandma actually had one December 7th, and we're going through a lot of the things with the swallow function and the mobility. Mm-hmm. So I know right. what it could look like. So I'm grateful. Man, but the only thing I can hate, the only thing I hate, man, I lost my taste for 30 days. And hey, oh. man, I look like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> I look like a crackhead. I couldn't eat or anything, but it helped out because I lost a lot of weight that was necessary weight that I lost. So it was a good it was a good thing with it too, you know. I lost the necessary weight that I needed to lose. But anyway, man, again, man, uh welcome to the show. I'm gonna turn the show over to the lovely double chocolate. And uh, Miss AJ, they're going to get you started. And then, man, we're going to get into your music. And we're going to be talking more about Mike Hands. Go ahead, Double Chocolate. Take it away. Hey, this is Double Chocolate. Welcome to the show. How are you? So I want to know what motivates you. What motivates you and who is your... Motivate me, my grandchildren. Motivate me. To try to outdo myself motivates me, and I feel like I haven't um, hit my personal goals yet. You say grandchildren? I did. did. You don't sound like you have any grandkids. I have three, actually. Wow. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you so much. And who is the person that um, inspired you to get into music? Um, well, my mother was a lounge singer. My dad was a drummer. That's how they met. He ended up auditioning for a group. So music was always in my household and throughout my home. But my fourth, my fourth grade music teacher, Ms. Beck, was the first person that made me sing and um, start performing in front of people. And I had never left the stage. Okay. Shout out to your fourth grade teacher. Absolutely, she's incredible. Are you guys still with me? 
Yeah, we hear a whole lot of. Are you, are you okay? You settled? I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm good. I'm making my way home actually. Oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, AJ. Hello, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I have two more grandkids. You can have if you want them. Um, anyway. <laughs> My question is, um, um, what is your favorite and least favorite part about being a musician? What's my favorite part? Yeah, your favorite and least favorite. Oh, least favorite part. Um, getting off stage um, after shows is always so draining because I try to leave it all on the stage. So that part is rough. And I just want to perform. I really don't like making records. That part wow. people people find funny. I would, if I could just make a career out of doing live performances and not having to do yeah. all the studio work, I think I would. That's interesting. That's interesting. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, Mr. No Weapon, you got a question you want to ask this young man? No, I'm just I'm just ready to bob my head and see what he's working with on the bars. All right. Let's, hit, let's get into well, this it. Let's make hands right here, you guys, here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We'll be right back. In its different way, this has its own magic. The magic of an accompaniment tailor-made in the fashion of today. Yo, I fly high across the skies, manifesting destiny. Struggle hard for so long only brings the best in me. For a land showing love, open, receive, embracing me. This music really opened up doors, look where it's taking me. My first stand leads to many more, who knows what else in store. As long as I maintain my ground authentic, true, and pure, ain't a limit, I'll accelerate, elevate at a rapid rate. And I ain't gonna change a thing unless I'm called the pearly gates. I got a purpose here, hope you listen close to all the words, it's clear. Even all the obstacles I face, they couldn't bear. Sway me or move me, knock me your course or halt me. Humility, it comes before honor, so now exalt me. You don't believe in something that I rightfully deserve. I couldn't care for ounce, cause I don't care for hating words. Or care for hating food with hatred and the hateful truths. The end result is like a mule as I begin to start my move. Right, me and Let it go. Come ride. Me and my team go hard this time. 
Hey, um, Hans, uh, what is it about the the golden era of hip hop, man? I, I'm just throwing the golden era because you know your song's entitled, you know, Golden Era. What is it about the golden era of hip hop that is missed, and today and today's music, man? Talk to us. I think I think that's the soul version of hip hop. I think that's when the soul, you know, was really really embedded in the hip hop. Now, what I will say is a lot of the current hip hop they bear a lot and speak about a lot of things that were taboo during the golden era, like mental health and depression and, and, and a lot of the emotional that they keep on their sleeve that only introspective artists in the golden era really tackled. But I think the soul, I think the range, I think the fact that you could hear influences of the original craft, like he, he mentioned, you know, he could hear the West coast influence. He could hear the East coast disposition in the bars. Um, it's a fully French producer. So he has a, full love and understanding for the entire spectrum of hip-hop as far as the U.S. landscape goes. So I just think that it was the sweet spot when music was made that'll come on in a venue today and hit the same way it did in 97, 98, 94, 95. Right, man, because, you know, where you're at over across seas doing your thing, man, they, they, they appreciate, uh, I don't want to be like kind of corny or funny saying this, but overseas appreciate the more, the the better, you know, more of the, you know, the golden era, the, the real hip hop, old school hip hop more than we do here in the States, man. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. I'm a seventies baby. I'm a seventies baby, but eighties, man, if I can repeat the eighties every year, as I get older, if I could go back and do 80 to 89 every year, I would do that, man, because I miss the fucking 80s, man. Real talk. Music was real. Hip-hop was real. Yeah. I was just spectating. 80 to 89, I was absolutely spectating when it came to, to the music scene. But I think I absorbed the most out of it, like some of my most iconic, because it was all so fresh and new for me, that I think I have a lot of those emotional reactions to that that playlist of music and those mm-hmm. that that gambit of artists but the 90s for me was when I was able to make it my own and um, I had my own memories it wasn't just that family functions or you know things that elders in my life took me to or exposed me to but it were things that I was discovering and exposing myself to for me and um yeah it was a, it was a crazy go through the 90s for me like I mean somebody reminded me and pointed out there was a Queen Latifah video from early 90s called Black Hand Side um, mm-hmm. for her Black Rain album. And they paused the video and I had on a Columbia suit, a rain suit in the club with a flat top with a half moon part and a book bag on. This, this is what I'm wearing. There's no rain in the club. I don't know why I had a rain suit head to toe, but here I go. You know what I mean? But just right, right. So, many, <laughs> so many traces of, of myself popping up throughout the culture, just trying to be close to it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, that was it. That was a time. That was around the time, you know, the, the African medallions were popular, you know, so everybody wore. Yeah, you know, what they, they wore around their neck and, you know, the, you know, uh, your butt, everybody your went down. Yeah, there you go. And everybody went to Dapper Dance and got them custom, their custom-made coats Ooh. and stuff done, man. Or, yeah, man. 
before you there went you to, before you went to Shirt King, you went to Shirt Kings and got your airbrush custom. Oh, oh yeah. Everybody had their their faces on their Bart jeans Simpson. and stuff like that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, or they yeah. their Bart Simpson on their pants legs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. It was good old times, man, back in the day. So man, if 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 you had one artist, man, alive, living, or one that's passed away, who would you love to share the stage with? Who's that one that's artist? Somebody made a mistake and asked me that last night and got nine answers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, go ahead, go ahead. Give, it, give, give all of us, dude. Give it, give it. I gave up. Go ahead. I, I gave up nine, and then I went era specific. So it was just like, okay, well, if you had me in the '90s, here's where it would have been. If you had me in the '80s, here's would have been. 2000, here's what it would have been. Um, but by the grace of God, man, a lot of my bucket list I have performed with over the years, from Slick Rick to, um, I was blessed to go on the last tour with Prodigy, the Hell on Earth 25th anniversary tour, and and do the Northeast dates with them. So, I've I've really been blessed to to stand on stage with some of the people that I've loved throughout my life, but the people that I would love to perform with aren't even in hip hop. Like there's chain smokers and, and Halsey that I would love to do a record with and perform in an arena show with um, imagine dragons. I would love to perform and do a show with them. Um, if, if Prince, I got to go to a Prince concert and if I would have been, had the opportunity to, to, to incarnate music with him at some point, I would have loved to do that. Michael Jackson, of course, I wouldn't even want to perform. I would just want to sit on a crate like I'm in the hood <laughs> in the back of the stage oh, wow. while it was all going down. You know what I mean? Because some, right, some, right. some artists, you don't even want to taint. You just want to witness and be close enough right. to absorb the energy. You know? Yeah, I don't want to change anything, not an ounce. I just want to absorb it. Um, yep. I have, I actually have two Michael Jackson tour jackets. I have the Dangerous tour jacket. And I have the history tour jacket because I used to design for um, I used to design clothing for Pepsi years ago, and I was blessed enough to to grab those out of the swag closet from when they sponsored those tours. So those are two of my most cherished like possessions. Oh wow, Mr. No Weapon got both of Michael Jackson's Thriller jackets. <laughs> the, the, the black and white and the red and, and black. Mr. No Weapon, you got them both, right? Yeah, I got them both. There's the black and white, there's the red and black, and then there's the um the black and red that Eddie Murphy wore in Beverly Hills Cop. Well he I got I got two I got, I, got, I, I got the black and I got the black and silver one. The 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 uh the the uh thriller jacket, not the thriller jacket, the uh the beaded the, the, uh, the beaded. The beaded jacket, yeah, that's the one that zips out into the vest. Yeah, yeah, I got I got the red and I got the black. So I'll do you one better. Not not even better because that's incredible. By the way, you can't top that. That's that's different. But um, because if you remember in the beaded video, he had the vest on with the, the remember he had the unicorn the unicorn T-shirt on underneath it when he snapped the sleeves off. You had to be there for that. But then mm-hmm. um, he had the dolls. Do you remember when the Michael Jackson dolls came out? Absolutely. Right. They had the beaded doll. They had the Thriller doll. They had the Billy Jean doll. Mm-hmm. I had all of those. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> all of them. And felt no way and would fight if you felt some type of way about it. Oh. That's dope. That's dope. I'll give you a secret. 
third grade, if anybody's known me from that far back, and I'm in my original neighborhood now, so there's people that did go to elementary with me. There were days that Michael sat on the edge of my, my desk. Felt no way. <laughs> Felt All no right. Way. All right. Mike was an everyday, which is cool. All right. That's, 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 that's wild. That's wild, man. Hey, man, Music, where, where, can, yeah, where can people follow you at on social media, man? Where can they get close to you and know, so you, on, know, know you? On Instagram, it's Mike Hands. If you're going to go to my website, it's MikeHands.NYC. If you're going to go to Twitter, it's the real Mike Hands, but don't hit me there because I'm almost never there. I'm Twitterly challenged. Um, Facebook is Mike Hands fan page. And um, anything else I tell people just on Google, if you can literally read through all 32 pages, hit me on Instagram, give me two facts from like the 28th page, and I will literally send you an embroidered hoodie or a book bag or something. All right. Let's make sure you go do that. Let's get into the next song, Blackout. Let's do it. Salute, Jerry. Blackout. 
candles in a blackout. Candles in a All right, that's straight Brooklyn right there. You're on the Hilltop Radio Show. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Mr. No Webbin, talk to us, bro. Man, when I was in, man, when I was like 15, 16, it was this guy that I used to like, and you remind me, the music that you just played right there remind me of him, that scratching and mixing that, that New York style. His name was Gangstar. Uh, and so you remind me of that guy, man. That song was hot, man. It it made me, you know how you smell something stinking and you tie your face up looking crazy? That's what I was doing when it was playing. That's the biggest compliment you could pay an MC. The the, the stank face, is the, that's the biggest compliment you could give an MC. That's right. Uh, Miss um, AJ. Salute, oh, no, go ahead, Mick. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's no, no, no. Right, you but I get, Mick, I, get Mick, I get Mick all the time. But, um... Salute Guru from Gangstar. Salute Premier oh, yeah. from Gangstar. Premier was the first person to actually play anything off of this album on Sirius Satellite on Worldwide Radio. Um, and he did the mix and dropped his stamp on it. Then Salute DJ Eclipse, who also picked the records up after it. So that Gangstar legacy definitely has co-signed this album. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Um, AJ. Yeah, it's tight. I like it. I'm a fan, honey. All right. Double y'all chop. Stop making me think y'all biased. <laughs> hey man. Sure. The past past month and a half, man, we had nothing but heat, uh, nothing but real talent on these shows, man. So they ain't nothing right. that nobody can complain about, man. Real talk, man. But trust me, if it ain't no good, they'll tell you. And the people that Come listen, on. they'll they'll listen. You know what I mean? Everybody's real around, you know, that, that tunes into this show. Uh, Double Chocolate. Uh, I'm up in here jamming. I, I'm really feeling that. I'm I'm a fan as well. So, and your, your voice is real, real smooth. So I like that. You know, everybody know I don't like rap that's all slurred up. I like lyrics, words that I can understand and, and put into something, and you got that. So keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, you know, um, to be honest with you, I I really was at odds with whether or not I was going to keep going, no pun intended. Um, after the transplant, you start, you know, and, and dealing with that, you start looking at what you – I had a year to recover, so I couldn't touch the music for real. So you start occupying yourself with real life and realizing if I'm going to get back to this music, I don't know what I'm going to give up to make the time to really pursue it correctly. So I really was in a space where, like, all right, I got this album pending. I'm going to drop it. If the people respond to it, I'll keep going. If they don't, I'm comfortable saying, well, this will be the final one. And you guys have been so supportive, not just you, but people and all of the reviews and the DJs and everybody that's been commenting on the album and the songs that I, I'm really still here because of that. So thank you. Yeah, and keep going. You got more to come. 
Yeah, your I mean, music I mean, definitely is gonna go somewhere. Oh yeah. I've been pushing your uh, EP as well uh, to other DJs that I network with. You know, told them you know to get it in a rotation, get some of the songs in a rotation, listen to it. You know, get feedback and you know send it to uh, MJ. Shout out to MJ uh, for uh, you know uh, setting you up. You know, with me, sweet. She's one of M- one of the MJ contacts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's she keeps it real. Oh yeah, and we have such a history. Like me and MJ, kind of started our our careers parallel. Once we connected, she was getting you know knee deep in the PR space. I was really on my second, headed into my second project, getting knee deep in the in the music space. And I just came off my first tour, and we connected. And um, it's ironic she has the nickname for me, Boss Man, because it started. She was one of the when, when it started for me, she was one of the writers for me on a couple of my platforms. And then she now writes for every platform. She's, she's huge in our space now. So I'm so, yeah. so proud of everything about MJ. And I'm honored to have worked so closely with her and to say that she was a part of my journey. Oh, yeah. I've been networking with her now for about four years now. Four years yeah. strong I've been networking with her, man. And I haven't been... I haven't complained yet about an artist that, you know, uh, that she's sent my way, um, professional, you know, um, you know, respectful and things like that. But, uh, I'm loving this. And, you know, like I said, I've been, um, I've been, uh, I downloaded your, uh, your EP and I've been sharing it with DJs and yeah, your album and I've been sharing it with, uh, you know, with the DJs and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know that. Thank you, right, so get, Thank you so much. Oh, no problem, man. No problem. Let's get into one more. This is called Keep Going. Right yeah. here on the throwback. Still in the fashion of today, but quietly now. More intimate and personal. Yeah. Let me stand aside. It's still. <laughs> Feeling the weight under this full cord pressure. Life's going tester. Anything and everything might become a stressor. Small things that seem to be Life can come set ya Back in the midst of the fight to come get ya Wrapped up, pray facing the predator trapped up Head first, adversity stacked up Pivot and back up Sally, my maneuvers and rack up For where in life and how it can act up I'm good Move as I should based on the things understood Do what I could but still not overly hood I got my head right Under the bed light Seeing what the fed might Over analytically locked away to death might Throw his hand in with understanding that most will never comprehend with him and God are planning. But still we locked in, fully clocked in, stock spinning, dissipate the moment and the moment. The clock starts ticking, the plot's all picking, place the night race, your pace beyond wicked. Sweat blood in your face, your clothes sticking. A step ahead of the chase, but leave slipping. Gotta keep going, gotta keep growing. Not only for yourself, but the film your life showing. Passported in my visa is signed, I've been my moments as I journey through time. The moments and miles flex Trying to hold his hand till it swings next The pendulum's complex Temple to existence is apex The time stays written to change steps Dance for stars Minds had it all in the charts To live convicted with it locked in their heart They measured and marked From the moment of original sparks Predicting rainfall, commandments and arcs Remanded to watch Knowing the outcome we play in our parts Toggling timelines, tear them apart Destroy and restart The new Eden's in the middle of parks With knowledge still stored top of the box 
sit it and park and be a student of what lives in the dark. Take it in and start rewriting the arc. My pen retracing the start. How the respect for all is falling apart. Instead of speaking, let it leak in the arc. From the moment that your clock starts ticking, the plot's all thickened. Place the night race, your pace beyond wicked. Sweat blood in your face, your clothes sticking. A step ahead of the chase, but leave slipping. Gotta keep going, gotta keep growing. Not only for yourself, but the film your life showing. Passported in my visa, it's time. Living my moments as a journey from time. That shit right there, man. God damn. Go ahead, Queen. Go ahead, uh, uh, chocolate, double chocolate. Talk to us, sister. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, no weapon. Man, I'm just, I'm just gonna make one statement, man. You got more bars than a maximum security prison, and that's all I want to say. <laughs> Grateful. <laughs> Grateful. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> wow. Oh, Lord. Go ahead, Double Chocolate. Well, I'm sorry. I was on mute instead of talking. Listen, the minute that beat dropped, I was hook, line, and center. I am in love with you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm really feeling it. I, I just love the mm-hmm. vibe. I, I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, this is a. He was a masterpiece. A masterpiece. He's a he's a he's a masterpiece within itself, man. AJ said I wasn't gonna be wasn't gonna be. Uh, he said I was gonna. She says you gonna love this with DJ Sean. Yeah, I'm loving it. Like mm-hmm. like uh like uh Mr. No Weapon says, go ahead, Mr. No Weapon. Do you? I'm loving the thing. <laughs> what you say, DJ Sean? Mm-hmm. Do your uh, do your do your McDonald's thing. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that's that's the Prince of the Talk Box. Oh, Oh, what was that? Oh, that that's uh that's double chocolate there, man. Oh my God! Don't do that. Mm. About to change the direction of the evening. Don't do that. So here's here's the thing about here's the thing about that record. Um if you've seen the video for the record, that that video is out too. Keep going. It opens up with me actually on the dialysis machine. And and the story of the, the record is literally the story I told previous prior to you playing it, which was that I really used to, I would really have to talk and have by myself meetings and talk myself through not giving up. And as I realized as I was coming through it that that same philosophy applied to life across the board, no matter what it is you're going through, what it is you're into, or what you're pursuing that you don't fail until you quit. So no matter what, keep mm. going. Something Steve Harvey said, if you're going through hell, why would you stop in hell? Keep going. Right. Don't mm. stop in hell. So um, if you listen to the chorus, you know, it says from the moment that 
the clock starts ticking, the plot's all thickened. So from the moment you're born, life starts to starts lifing, you know. So from the moment that the clock starts ticking, you're placed in life's race and the pace beyond quickens. So now you're accounted for and everything starts moving faster than you can process it. Sweat yeah. flooding your face, your clothes sticking. A step ahead of the chase but lead slipping. So even when you think you're getting ahead in life, you know, circumstances start to push you back. You got to keep going. Got to keep growing. No, not only for yourself, but the film your life showing because people are watching you and learning and being inspired or being deterred by the decisions you're making. The people that you don't even know are watching you. Um, I'm passported in my visa is signed in my moments as I journey through time, meaning my whole existence is just nothing but a collaboration of moments that I'm trying to push myself through. And every moment I live, I win myself a new moment. So this is probably one of my most introspective and personal hooks on the album. And um, it made the album, it made the record that much more personal to me. And um, mm-hmm. even if you listen to the bars of the record, it's all just depicting the journey and the mindset I was in because I wrote that record with not a kidney in sight. Like I just was spending four and a half hours a night, three nights a week on this machine to survive. Mm -hmm. And I would just sit on the machine and write to pass the time. And that's something that came of the journey. Wow. Wow, man. That's deep. Uh, let me get yeah. Let me get uh, AJ over here. Uh, AJ, what do you think about the song? Oh yeah, I'm I'm in love with it. I love it. Oh. And I feel he's saying my dad's on dialysis also. Oh. Salute and your I dad. Now, my yeah, and my first cousin um. He was on, he had a kidney transplant about a year ago. Okay. He's done wonderful. So I can I can feel that story you talking about being on dialysis. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fraternity I don't ever want to induct anybody into. But I I I I have absolute love for anybody else that's a member. You know what I mean? Um yeah. kidney, kidney disease has been in my life since eighty two. That's when my dad was diagnosed. In 1992, he passed. So mm. I walked into my diagnosis never seeing this work out for my family. Right. So I tried to fight it for both of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, did, see, so. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's on my dad's back of my um, my dad's grandmother. She died from in 1982. And then wow. my dad's uncle, which is, is my grandpa's mom's brother, he, he was on the and I was like, hey, is, this, is this something that's hereditary? Well, if you think about it, we, we were all eating out the same pots. Mm. You know, mm. and lifestyle, blood pressure, um, mm. diabetes, yeah. all of those are direct roadways to kidney failure. Right. Uncontrolled blood pressure, uncontrolled, uncontrolled sugar, and if you weren't diagnosed, you don't even know it's uncontrolled. You just think you have a headache, so you you think that you're fatigued, or you just think you know these other things. And if you've never been diagnosed with something, you're not gonna pull mm-hmm. it out the air and just say maybe it's that. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So going to the doctor is imperative. Getting blood work is, on a regular basis is imperative so, so that you right. can get ahead of these things. Right. That's right. Uh, one more time, uh, Mike Hands. Uh, let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. Uh, MikeHands.nyc for show. For the merch, the merch is incredible. The merch is incredible. If you like the music, the, the music is just the soundtrack to the merchandise. Go to Faction43.com. We got everything from sneakers to double bags, hoodies, T-shirts, rhyme books, everything. Book bags, get involved, lighters. Um, then Instagram is Mike Hands. That's your primary source to get at me and see what I'm doing day to day. Um, as I mentioned, Twitter is the real Mike Hands, but don't be offended if I don't get right back. Nobody talks to me on Twitter for real, so I don't be there. Um, and then on Facebook, it's Mike Hands Fan Club. I mean, yeah, Mike Hands Fan Page, pardon me. You can just drop that. and um, yeah. Or Bandcamp, if you happen to join Bandcamp. You know, Mike Hands on Bandcamp. You can join the fan club, the fan club there, and and be you know privy to exclusive music that does not get dropped on iTunes or any of the other platforms, title or anything like that. Um, you get a different you know discount on on all the merch items, somewhere up to like fifteen twenty percent off, where the average individual pays full price. You get exclusive vinyl deals and things like that, being part of that, and videos that I'll never release. I only release to the fans you know, the fan club members. So, yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff that we're trying to do and trying to trying to act like we rappers. Yeah, man, I, got, I, I'm, I'm, I just started following you and everything, man, so. Thank you. Yeah, on uh, Instagram. Um, Hopefully, everybody uh, on the call will follow me. I'm looking for y'all. Somebody on here, yeah, and I see who y'all people over here. I need to see who it is with talk boxes. I need to see all that. <laughs> all right, y'all. Get on it. Get on it. I mean, we're, you know, Brooklyn, some of the greatest and baddest MCs, lyricists. Where you put your place, where you put your mark at, man? Like I said, Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York, Church Avenue. Um, the same hood is that Craig G lived in while he was out here. Master Ace lived in while he was out here. Special Ed lived in while he was out here. Stickers Fan lived in while he was out here. Little Vicious lived in while he was out here. Buster Rhymes lived in while he was out here. Rampage while he was out here. Slip Star while he was out here. Um, hell, I just found out the other day that Onyx was down the block where I just had dinner at. I'm Frederick. I didn't even know he lived in Flatbush at one point. Salute we all Flatbush for, for having them on there and him disclosing that. So yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of artists. Um, Paula Perry was over here for a while. Um, Lil Mama family was over here for a while. Um, Aaron Hall was over here for a while. Gloria Velez was over here for a while. Um, Red Cafe was over here for a while. Yeah, this Flatbush is deep. We extensive out this side. Yeah, man. Um, well, Mike Hands, uh, where are you performing at next, man? Where, where's your next performance? Where can people, well, we uh, we just I'm did the Knitting Factory. We just did the Knitting Factory the other night. It was um, the set was crazy too. So I normally tour right now, currently with Rock That's Monster from Helter Skelter, and okay. rest in peace, Sean Price. But we have Bernadette Price, his wife, that performs with us now. So it's normally myself, Bernadette, Rockness, 
my partner Bo Black, we're Monster Nation. Um, now with the new album out, we're bringing out Ron Browse on the tour, um, Last American B-Boy on the tour, Illa G on the tour. So that's the arsenal that we're moving around with now. But we, you know, we interchange different artists along the way. But Monster Nation, we definitely are, are where we at. So we got a schedule coming up, a lot of overseas stuff, but we're waiting on some of the domestic dates to come back. I know I'm supposed to be in Philly June 9th. I found that out. Um, salute Union Square Shoes. I just got an, endu- an endorsement situation with them. So um, I'll be out there performing at one of the action sports tracks with them June 9th in Philly. Hey, man, congratulations on the sneaker deal, man. Thank you, family. That's that's super yeah, dope for me. And and ironically, the CEO of the company, the CEO of the company is also in that fraternity we talked about. So he's one of the people that coached me um, into this space, um, so that I knew how to navigate my health scenario. So for us to for me to get well and him to be in a good space and we circle back and do some business is awesome. Well, man, once you sign the contract and the dotted line, man, do a commercial, man. And I'll run it here on the show, man, for you. Oh, I'm open to, I'm open to whatever the love is. Um, once that stuff drops, it's gonna go through the same. You know, I try to, I try to play ball with the same squad no matter what jersey I have on. So MJ mm-hmm. will be running the media on that too. So right, you know, she's gonna, she's gonna run it through the the network and everybody that I've made family with on this run. You know, I, I I really expect that when she sends out the future stuff that everyone that's supported from then will be the ones that are supporting from now on. Um, you know, hopefully, God willing, they connected with everything we're doing. So, yeah, you anything I have coming, she'll make sure you got it. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, let's do this real quick. Uh, this is No Weapon uh, from one from one artist to another artist. And, and if you heard, he's from New York. So you got to ask him where he's from. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not funny, double chocolate. Anyway, uh, man, I say this all the time, and of course it bears repeating, man. A lot of times, artists like that, whatever city or area that they're from, they 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 don't get a lot of support a lot of times. But I want to say this: once you become famous, once you keep pushing hard, market yourself as much as you can, and when you come popular and famous outside of your area, that's when your own hometown, your own friends will support you. So just do what you got to do, stay focused, and you'll be fine. Grateful. I appreciate you. Thanks for that insight. Uh, AJ, anything you want to leave or say? Uh, you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing an awesome job. You do great. Thank you so much. All right. And last but not least, Miss Double Chocolate. Listen, man. Here we go. Here we go. Keep doing what you're doing. And look, whenever you're feeling like, you know, you're not yourself, you're kind of feeling out of pocket, out out your body. That's when you push harder. Sometimes we go through things and we don't understand why we're going through it. But what you've been through is only gonna is only gonna make you stronger, stronger and wiser. So you just keep the energy that you have. Keep putting what you you're going through in your music and send that message out. I'm a big fan. I appreciate that a thousand percent. 
Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, that voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, messy, she messy, man. She messy, man. <laughs> you notice I'm watching, but I ain't step. <laughs> Better not. Hey, man, any, any shout-outs you want to give there, big brother? Anybody you want to give a yeah, shout-out to, man? Shout out to the family, man, the team, you know, women in my life that hold me down. Definitely my wife. She's the one that actually mm. gave her kidney up for me. So, oh, wow. Salute her. Yes, salute. Yeah, salute salute all the queens in my life that run the whole back end of the operation, um, Marissa included. Um, my shipping manager, Wendy, that handles making sure all the merch goes out and all my appointments are kept. Um, salute my kids. You know, my son, Lex King, he's out there making his run right now. He just did an incredible show last Saturday. I was so proud of him. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, all behind him in the music and the new video he's about to drop. My youngest son, Steph, and all his art and the, the movements he's making. My daughter and her baking career. My other daughter and her streaming career. She just started streaming on Twitch. She's a gamer, my eldest. Um, my youngest, that's a beautician. You know, she's doing her numbers, so just my kids at home and my, my grandkids that keep me going, like, they all showed up in the thick of this journey for me, and that screensaver is what, you know, reminded me that I have something I got to be here for because they have to know me. So that's what, what, yeah. what I thought. So salute everybody listening that tuned in on the platform. Salute the platform. You know, salute everyone that contributed my partner Linda cover that produced every track on this album um all confused art and slob that did all the artwork for the packaging just you know if i forgot somebody get the album everybody's in the liner notes of the hard copy and you know if i forgot him here trust me i didn't forget him in the forever paperwork so um yeah man i'm, I'm just here just trying to keep going all right, man. Uh, you know, it's uh, uh, rare that you know your spouse is a is a you know is a match for you, man. That's that's like that's I'm I'm not I'm sitting here like wow, she's a part of him for his whole entire life. I'm gonna do it better. I'm gonna do it better. She she wasn't a match for me. She was healthy enough to donate, but what people don't know, and the people that are suffering in my space need to know. They have what's called a swap program. So if your donor who is willing to donate for you is not a match but is healthy enough to donate, you can join the swap program, and they will trade that kidney for the kidney that matches you. Oh, wow. So that morning, July 30th, she gave her kidney, and that morning, July 30th, it popped down the hall into someone else, and their life was saved. And then on August 24th, I got the call, and on 26, August 26th, my life was saved. So she saved two lives with one gesture. Wow. That's a queen right there, baby. Salute. Hell, yeah. 28 years in. Wow, man. Wow. That's a blessing. Yep. All right, man. Well, we'll be right back, man. Thank you for tuning in. I got to jump off here real quick. Coming to the song. We'll be right back, you guys, here on the Hilltop. Still in the fashion of today, but quietly now. More intimate and personal. 
Let me stand aside. It's still Feeling the weight under this full cord pressure. Life's gone tester. Anything and everything might become a stressor. Small things that seem to be life can come set you. Back in the midst of the fight to come get you. Wrapped up, pray facing the predator trapped up. Head first, adversity stacked up. Pivot and back up. Sally, my maneuvers and racked up. For where life and how it can act up. I'm good. Move as I should based on the things understood. Do what I could, but still not overly hood. I got my head right. Under the bed like seeing what the Fed might over analytically locked away to death might throw his hand in with understanding that most will never comprehend with him and God are planning. But still we locked in, fully clocked in, stocks spinning, dissipate the moment and the moment the clock starts ticking, the plot's all thickened, place the night race, your pace beyond quicken. Sweat bloody your face, your clothes sticking. Trying to hold his hand till it swings next The pendulum's complex Temple to existence is big pets The time stays written to change steps Dance for stars Minds had it all in the charts And lived convicted with it locked in their heart They measured and mark From the moment of original sparks Predict the rainfall, commandments and arc Remanded to watch, knowing the outcome We play in our parts Toggling timelines, tear them apart Destroy and restart The new Eden's in the middle of parks With knowledge still stored top of the box in park and be a student of what lives in the dark. Take it in and start rewriting the arc. My pen retracing the start. Under respect for all that's falling apart. Instead of speaking, let it leak in the arc. From the moment that the clock starts ticking, the plot's all thickened. Place the night race, your pace beyond wicked. Sweat bloody your face, your clothes sticking. A step ahead of the chase, but leave slipping. Gotta keep going, gotta keep growing. Not only for yourself, but the film your life showing. Passported in my visa's show you guys it's thursday it's throwback thursday you know how we do it here on the hilltop you know um mike hands uh real humble dude man and for his wife to do a humbling thing for him and someone else man that she is a queen like uh double chocolate said and you know and much respect and love goes out to her for being a soldier and being a real queen to do that for her king and someone else to help out as well. So um, congratulations to him and his family and and everybody around him that, you know, that's happy that, you know, the father, grandfather, you know, he's here, husband, uncle, uh, friend, uh, is here to tell it. So, you know, um you know, one lesson I learned, you know, about going to the doctors on Wednesday, man, we, uh, as black people, we don't like going to the doctors and things like that. And But, you know, he was saying some key things, you know, our, our family's family, family, you know, slavery days, you know, you know, we, we were in, they were introduced to the pig. 
So they ate everything mm-hmm. from the pig. You follow what I'm saying? And right. That's where you. That's where had that. You know, the kidney disease, your your high blood pressure, mm-hmm. uh, mental mental illnesses and stuff comes from. You know those genes. You know, through the years traveling down, and you know, a pig will eat anything, man. A pig will eat a human. A pig will eat a pig. A, you know, a pig will eat anything. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's why a lot of people stay away from pork and stuff because pork has a lot of uh, cancer in it. Um, what else it has in it? Uh, traits, things like that. But yeah, that's where, that's where the nasty, nasty part mm-hmm. of it is. And and that's what you know. That's our grandparents, grandparents, grandparents pass it on to our grandparents, pass it on and. I can remember as a little kid, when you know, when we got to our grandparents, my grandfather had a hog's head in a freezer, you know, some, you know, at pork, man, you know, that bacon and everything we grew up on, it was what mm-hmm. ain't healthy for us, ain't healthy for us. Yeah, but uh, not my head. No. So this is Not the Hilltop the Radio Show. Right uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh. Uh, uh, double chocolate. Yeah, I was just saying, leave the swine where it's at. That's right, Mister No Weapon. You, you, uh, how long was it before you took pork out of your diet? Um, I don't know. I hadn't eaten. I don't know how long it's been, but I hadn't. I rarely do. Like, I don't. I don't know how long it's been, but I probably eat it like once every six months or something like that. Or, you mm-hmm. know, but. Now, now, like I, like I said, I do the ribs, but how I do my ribs? What about you, AJ? You, you still fuck with the pig? You still eat some I, of it? I eat just ribs, but I make sure you know this wash it down with vinegar. vinegar on it. Okay. What about? Get that boy some Benadryl. Old spoiled little hip baby. Old spoiled hip baby. Little hip baby. You spoiled little hip baby. Way close to your damn hip. Uh, what about you? What about? Uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, AJ. I just said he on my breath. Oh lord. Oh, uh, Monique, Monique, Som- Monique Somber, welcome to the show. What's that? Yeah, you still eat pork? You still eat the pig? You still fuck with the pig? Pig's feet? No, I don't. I don't eat pork. Okay. How long has it been? How long, how long has it been since have you had pork out your diet? Um, I would say like. At least eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah, it makes me sick. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like Mr. No Webb, and I eat pork every now and then, like ribs. Now, how I do the pork ribs is I'll clean them, and then I boil it. I boil them with some, in some hot water with some salt and some vinegar, and that, that kills the parasites and all the cancer. Cancer cells that are that's in that meat that's on those bones. And I boil it until the meat is real soft and it's coming off the bone. 
then I know when you have all that that like uh dirty water and it, it's like a foamy water that lets you know that 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 rib is clean what you're doing you're doing it and it's clean and then I rinse it off and then I you know and then I season it and everything and I eat it yeah but I don't I just don't take the damn thing like they do on TV and season the damn thing wrap it up and put it in the put it on a grill and shit like that oh hell no uh uh-uh. uh Nope, 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 nope. No. Well, let's get into a let's get into an old school jam. This is the Hilltop Radio Show, and we'll be right back with uh, let's see who uh, Mr. No Weapon will start off questions of the night. Mr. No Weapon, we'll be right back. Wonder what the fuck he's gonna talk about. We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> you got the show. Let your constantly be free and get down to the sounds of your PMD. Or you should keep quiet while the MC rap. But if you're tired, then go take a nap. Or stay awake and watch the show I take. Because right now, I'm about to shake and bed. The E-R-I-C-K is my name, my spell. Things to the clientele, yo, I rock well. I'm not an MC who talking all that junk about who can beat who. Sound like a punk. I just get down and I go for mine. Say check one, two, I run down the line. To the average MC. I'm known as the Terminator, funky beat maker, new Jack Terminator, destroying a ploy, when your rhymes are not void, never sweating your girl, YP, she's a seasoid, when I'm on the scene, I always rock the spot, I grab the steel with the crown on top, in the beginning, I like to let my rhymes flow, and at 12, I press cruise control, sit back and relax, let my rhymes tax, maintain them please while the doubly max, always calm under pressure, no need to act ill, listen when I tell you boy, you got some shit. Computer information on rap Like the BRZ my kisses I make your toes tap I format the rhymes Step by step Make them sound deaf To maintain my rap Prepare to come off In case of a diss Don't worry about the thing Cause we can do is I can turn the party out Just by standing still Make a lady scream and shout While the brothers I kill Take total of control Of your body and soul Pack a nine in my pants When it's time to roll I'm the P-E-M-D-E-E And one thing I hate Is the biting and see When I enter the party Suckers always form my lines Then they ease the way up And try to bite my lines I did thousands of shows Dish many faces And deal with new jacks On a one-to-one basis But every now and then A sucker MC gets courageous And like an epidemic It becomes contagious But never the least They all R.I.P. All is underwear It means rest in peace Cause indeed Stands for microphone doctor In the capital P Capital M Capital D E E's No doubt the G rocker Don't like to get ill But if I have to I kill So believe me boy You got the shit
Touch every word I'm saying. No, it's no delaying. Don't hesitate to motivate the crowd. I'm not playing. Seeing is believing. You catch my drift. Or try to enter that because I'm just too swift. How swift? I'm so swift and that's a natural fact. I'm like Zorro. I'm all in your back. I don't swing on no ropes or no iron cords. The only weapon is my rapping sword. Intimidating please with the tone of my vocal throne. When I'm dishing on the microphone. Cause I'm the funky rhyme maker. MC on the paper. The one who likes to max and relax. And when it's time, it's your dig and smack. I keep the hands clapping, finger snapping from tapping. When it's time to roll, Uzi patrols packing. The P and D, the mic's my only friend. And through the course of the party, I kill again and again. So if you're thinking about battling, you better come prepared. Come with your shield and your arm again. You got some shit. to get a whole new perspective on Ram Trucks. Because to us, there are no small jobs, no little tax. And when it comes to innovation, there are no modest ideals. No wonder why more people are switching to Ram than ever before. Ram Trucks, back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. All right, welcome back. This is the Hilltop Radio Show. Throwback Thursday with Double Chocolates. Monique Songbird, AJM, Mr. No Weapons in the house, along with DJ Sean. That is the real dysfunctional family. All right, Mr. No Weapon, what you got for us? And okay, say for instance. Yeah, all right. <laughs> say for instance that you met this person, whether you met them online or in person, however. Y'all were dating for years. Y'all had a child, healthy child, great child. Well, y'all decided to get married. You plan a wedding, spend all this money, got all the invitation, people flying out of town, folks you hadn't seen in years are coming to see this. A week before you get married, you find out that just your relative. What would you do? Right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get with uh, Mo. Mo, go ahead and talk to us, Mo, the youngest in charge. Go ahead, sweetheart. What you got to talk? I know you cussing. <laughs> <laughs> You said, well, what would I do if I found out they was my, I was related to them? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and they already slept together and everything? Yeah, they're kids, healthy kids, healthy kids. I mean, at that point, you might as well keep going. You can't go, I mean, you can't <laughs> go back from that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you think about it, look how back in the day, how, like, kings and stuff, like, they would marry their brother's, like, wife or whatever after the brother died, and they have kids with that person. I mean, they've been doing this. It's just, it's it's really all about morals and, like, what kind of, what type of morals that you have. But if I already had a kid about kid with you and I already slept with you, we might as well keep going with what we're doing. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get AJ over here. <laughs> Uh, AJ. I agree. Yeah. Might as well keep going. You got a child together. <laughs> Can't put the child back. <laughs> Too late. You got nothing you can do. 
All right. And uh, double chocolate. <laughs> if you ain't got this good and I don't got that good, we're going to keep going. Ain't no reason. If we wasn't ready together, we ain't coming. <laughs> That's bad. If we already doing it and we already planning the wedding, everybody coming through, somebody should have said a long time ago, that was your cousin. If we done did all this and we have children, children healthier, whether or not the children were healthy or not, you already done did it and y'all done had relations y'all together. You might as well get mad. Yeah, I, I I gotta agree with y'all. I mean, shit, you might as well go ahead through with it because here, here's here's the problem with black here's the problem with black families today. Nobody know you know grandmama and granddad <laughs> done did some damn dirt. Everybody knows it, but nobody don't want to come out and tell the truth. And then grandma and granddad go go to the grave with a lot of shit that that has happened, and then. You wait to the last generation, and then it comes up. Oh, that's your cousin's cousin, cousin, and this and that. That's something that should have yep. been told to you as a kid. Your 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 mother should have been told when she was a kid who who your cousin. That's why I make it important that my kids know who their cousins are, and I make sure I tell my daughter and her for her for kids. You make sure you tell. Your kids, who who their cousins and stuff is, because you know we we have that in our family. You know, my my cousin, mm-hmm. my cousin married a cousin that's in the family. Not well, not let me, let me say not married, but they had a child together. But these motherfuckers do that they were cousins. <laughs> that's the thing about it. they did. Well. Some motherfuckers do that they were cousins, but everybody knew it, but no one came up and said anything about it. You know what I mean? Not really. You know, y'all need to. No one, no one stepped to my aunt and said, you know, you know, you need uh, to stop. Um, you know, Mark. You know, my cousin Marcus from messing with, you know, the, the 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 girl cousin, which is okay. Here it is. My my grandmother's brother, uh, son's daughter. Had a baby with my mother's sister's son, so that goes to show you how it was in the family. So yeah, I know that sounds confusing, but yeah, that's it. But yeah, yeah, you might as well go ahead and go through because they were to the point where they were going to get married and everything, but you know they they're not together anymore. But uh, that shit's wild, man. Wild, wow. really wild. Yeah. What you have, man? Everybody, everybody yeah. hot shit. Everybody hot shit. Everybody hot shit. Right. That stuff really happened, though. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got that area. Oh, we all got them in the family. We all got them in the family. I mean, that's oh, how population yeah. started, so. Just think, just think when you go to an area where Okay, we can we can go online now and and get people that don't live in our city. What about before online? You couldn't go nowhere. You see your cousin over there. Mm-hmm. He fine. He fine. We ain't gonna tell nobody. Bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to you know step you know like my stepdad. He had a big family and everything, but they're like, whoa. Uh, 
They be like, well, I'm your cousin. You ain't my motherfucking cousin. We blood. Yeah, I, I, I ain't like that DJ, son. I ain't your cousin. You too fine. I don't want to be your cousin. Shit. No, you, you my stepdad's cousin. You ain't no cousin to me. <laughs> you ain't got nothing Shit, you were get on over here. I do get son. You have that, you know, my mama, she you know, she she was dating this dude and he had some fine daughters. I was like, dang, he like my mama. But boy, his daughter fine. I was like I I, I, I was thinking hard oh, on that boy. Fuck that. Was, fuck that I'm running up in him too. <laughs> they they getting hit too. Fuck that. We playing house. <laughs> Tear their ass up too. Fuck that shit. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into um let's get into another song. We're gonna come back. Oh, Monique, guess what? You're up next for for the topic for the next topic of the night. We'll be right back. That's right. We'll be right back. <laughs> High energy, full with the wisdom. Of a rich man, knowledge and the rhythm. This is what I'm using to come up with a style, so I'll interact all together better with the crowd. Nervous for a second, and the record starts spinning, and I fall into the state of matter what I've just created. Pumping like the doctor, beating to the RE suckers, ready to leap up on the tip when we made it. Created so I'll never be regarded as a regular, more than just a little bit better than my competitor. You should never underestimate the fashion. I hope for the same whether I'm cooling or thrashing. Cracking the concoction created by me. When read, you read D equals the D O to the C. Knowledge and the talent that my mother had born to her equals an artist I won't be worn. What is that, Dre? Formula. Get it patent. Trick, tell them what I'm rapping. The formula. 
Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Experience our fresh lean meat, handcrafted salads, gyros, vegan and kids options available, plus family feasts fit for a king. We cater, get it to go, or just dine in at one of our two locations. So visit Tzatziki's.com or download our app, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Experience happy taste buds. All right, welcome back. This is Thursday, Throwback Thursday, right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. And Monique Songbird is in the house, and we're putting her on the spot. Go ahead, Monique, talk to <laughs> us. What's on your mind? Talk okay, to us. Okay, so here's a, here's a scenario for a scenario for y'all. So let's say one of y'all best friends was involved with this guy, and it didn't work out, and she ended up marrying somebody else. Does that mean that the guy that she was dating is off limits, or is he fair game because she's married to somebody else? Oh, shit. This is sick. It's sick now. Okay. All right. Let's okay. hear from, you know what, let's start with Raz. Go ahead, because uh, she wasn't even saying it again at all. She had like, damn, this is no weapons. She had like, this is no weapons. <laughs> Got to repeat it. Hold on. I just caught, I caught the internet. I was, I was so you said the person got married and that she was dating someone and they split up and she married someone else. Is that person off limit the one she used to date? Yes. Is that person that she used to date off limits to her best friend? To her best friend. Mm-hmm. Her girls. Here's, here's my thing. When it comes to, to friends, and we still and we still friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's off limits. Because here's my thing. I don't want no man to come and talk about, because we talk. We talk about sex. I don't want that man to go talk about me and my friend saying he had both of us. So that would make him, yeah, that would make him off limits. That's just certain things that you, certain codes you don't, you don't mess with. Now, if y'all wasn't friends anymore, you know, and, and <laughs> relationship was just bad. And you really thought you had something with that person, then by all means, if you, if you feel you have to do it, then do it. But for me, I wouldn't want anybody, uh, my friends, left with, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> period. Because, number one, I know my friends, so I know her bedside habits. I wouldn't want to share that with somebody that she's been with. Right. And if they know me, they, they wouldn't be able to compete, so you wouldn't want to have nothing out here. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Uh, go ahead, AJ. Talk to us. Here comes. I got him sleep. Y'all sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> off limits. I think that'll be off limits. Um, like she said, and they like we do talking. We talking. Mm-mm. Off limits. Off that, that's, that's what you that's what you sticking with, or or that's the lie you tell them. She sound like she would be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. She did say he had a big dick. Oh, she might be out looking. Uh, you gotta talk. You gotta talk because your shit's going womp 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 too. <laughs> I said, "Night, I'm like, 
if he if he uh blessed. Yeah, I might try it out, you know. Ain't this a damn shame? Ain't this a damn shame? Lord have mercy, boy, I tell you. Ain't shit. Ooh, we, go ahead, go ahead, Mr. No Weapon, God damn it. From the female point of view. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that, Sharon, because I definitely got an answer from a female I think mm. things are legally right and morally wrong. Like, legally, you can, it's, it's okay. But morally, it just looks, it just looks mm. like, and it just looks, do it, but it's going to look terrible. It's going to blow up in the city. It's going to look terrible. You can do it, but it's going to look bad. Like bang, bang. See, Mr. No Weapon, Mr. No Weapon, one of them dirty dick motherfuckers that'll do some shit like that. Just to get some shit started. <laughs> it depends on, hold on, hold on. It depends on how fine she is. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Let me tell you, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta agree with Mr. No Weapon. This one, this go around. Yeah. She bad. Is she bad? Oh yeah, she getting hit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me. About since we, since we being real, and you know we real on this shit. I've done that before. I, I dated, uh, I dated this girl, and her cousin knew that we were dating. And then a couple of years later, her cousin approached me. And, you know, I was ironing her coaching when me and the girl was dating. I was like, man, if I ever get a chance to get on to that thing, boy, I ain't going to hesitate. And the chance came, I ain't, I, ain't, I wasn't worried about no girl code. I wasn't worried about what this motherfucker said or that motherfucker said. As long as I got it, I, after I got it, I was a happy camera. I was like, yeah, my 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 mission is accomplished. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think men do this. Double chocolate, double chocolate. There's women I've seen do this. I've seen women mess with two brothers, and and they didn't have no problem with it. Oh, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Oh yeah, I got two that did that and got kids. I've seen a mom and a daughter. A mom and a daughter. That's what I was just about to say. A mom and a daughter. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, me and me and well, yeah. it, it wasn't me and my brother. It was me and my own boy. I considered as a brother. We used to do sh- dirty shit like that. No, oh, well, y'all used we, to set them up. We, they, yeah, because we knew that they were playing both of us, and we were playing like we didn't know, like we were stupid. But yeah, <laughs> we played right along with it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, how are you going to do it tonight? You're like, okay, I'm gonna do it this way, like, right, and I'm gonna do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in 2009, in 2009, I did, I did two sisters, but they don't know about, they don't know about one another. It was two sisters. Mm. Mm-hmm. So 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 let me let me ask you let me ask you this. So so let me ask you this, Raz. What if your sister approached you and said, you know, you're my sister. I love you to death, but I just want to tell you that I've been sleeping with sleeping with your man. When you think that he's out of town, 
I'm sleeping with your man. How how would you approach that, and how would you, you know, how would you take it from your sister, from blood? I'm I'm, I'm collecting both of the insurance policies because I kill both of them, motherfucker. <laughs> Straight up, because number one, because you're my sister, you know better. A man gonna be a man, but the fact that you're my sister, because if it had been another woman, I'd probably let him fly. Probably, you know, after I kill him a little bit. But when it comes to my sister or my best friend or someone that I'm emotionally connected to, you fuck with my man, I will beat your ass. You don't mess with my man, you don't mess with my mama, and you don't mess with my children. You wouldn't say nothing to your man. Because he's a man, he could be replaced. My My sister? No. Because that's going to cause us not to talk, not to, you know, be family. Because that's dead. What about, that's what dead. about you? A man could be replaced. That's right. Uh, what about you, uh, Miss uh, Songbird? <laughs> well, I've been in positions on both sides. Like, I've had, I've literally had a cousin that went behind me and dated this guy. and ended up having a baby by him. And then wow. I've also been I've also been on the side where a guy wanted to talk to me um, after he talked to my best friend. It was weird because my best friend was like, she has this mentality where you like, if we didn't work out, maybe he wasn't for me. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be over here doing me. So go. And she was like, go talk to him. She's like, it didn't work out with us. Maybe we wasn't meant to be. Maybe y'all is. And I was like, nah, that kind of feel weird. Cause I'm, I'm a, you know, I feel like sharing is not caring. So I don't like walking around feeling like other women, we possess a common, you know, like they know how my nigga's dick look or they know, you know, like you ain't supposed to know all that them details. So I don't try to like I don't want to date nobody that nobody else had. Mm. Right. Mm. What what about you, AJ? And talk loud so we can hear you. Mm. <laughs> no. They will be dead, mm. dead, dead. Off limits. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> Is that what you is that what you're sticking with? Or is it like? Oh hell no! Bitch, you about to die. Your sister? Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't I say I was but you gotta to look at it like this? I think for both of them, yeah. <laughs> Because wow. she her sister, too. You got to think about it on both sides. Because, like, if you doing <laughs> grimy <laughs> stuff, you're not considering me as your sister. That's right. But the question Mr. Mr. Noemi asked, y'all wouldn't say nothing. I know you said you would kick the, it's another nigga to replace, but you wouldn't say nothing to the dude at all? Right, right. Yeah, you're gonna go oh, no, you know go sleep with my man, that means that you wouldn't do the same for me. So therefore, you mess with my man, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, it's not gonna be good mm-hmm. for me, but one of them. But- you ask, you're going to say kill him a little bit. How you get killed a little bit? I'm going to kill him a little bit because I'm going to leave him enough room to, to breathe just a little bit. I'm not, this is the type of person I am. I am not a forgiving person. I'm not. And I'm not a 
I'm not someone that's just going to go and, and shoot you. I want you to suffer. I'm going to cut you. And Damn. I'm going to watch you bleed. You're going to cut him and, so, and talk to him. You're going to talk to him while you're bleeding. If I go to those limits, if I'm that angry to go to them limits, I want to watch you suffer. So you're going to cut him and watch him you go cut him and watch him bleed and talk to him. And watch him bleed to that. Yeah, because you're going to suffer. I want you to suffer. If I shoot you, you're going to die. No, I want you to suffer. You hurt me, I want you to hurt. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I learned I, something I, I'm just, every day. And that's, and that's just that's just me. And for me to really do that, you have to really, really hurt hurt me. I mess with my children. That's my children and my mom, I'm coming for you. And I'm going to make sure it's intense and it's slow. Oh, that's everybody. I'm coming for you. That's everybody. I ain't even got to answer that. I feel that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do this real quick. Uh, Raz, uh, man, uh, I'm going to have to call you Jason Voorhees tonight, uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, or Michael no, no, Myers. Hey, hey, or or What's that lady that had that knife in the movie with the carry? Yeah. <laughs> nah, they just no. Nah, she more she more ill than her little ass. I'm she'll go she going hard. That's the goddamn Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers, and Leatherface all in the one. Uh, no, it's not. They, they, kill, they kill people for no reason. I, she killing for a reason. <laughs> yeah, and I, I exactly. I'm killing for a reason. What that good book say? What y'all book say? An eye for an eye, and I'm gonna take every eye out and build you some more. Well, go I'm ahead and tell, tell tell the people tell the good people <laughs> where they can follow your crazy ass on social media. Then. <laughs> you have to follow my crazy ass <laughs> on Facebook, oh, yeah. Instagram, and TikTok at Rosemary. You catch me on Snapchat at Queen Rosemary. Uh, if you're feeling freaky, hit me up with my OnlyFans at Pierce Chocolate Temperature. On Monday through Thursday, you catch me here on the Hilltop uh, radio show with my beautiful dysfunctional family and DJ Sean. And on Sunday, this Sunday, I got uh, Neva on, and she is a songstress. I love After Dark, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. And if you need to uh, put some voodoo on somebody, hit me up at my time. <laughs> oh, Lord, damn witch. <laughs> oh, witch. Oh, witch. The <laughs> witch better have my money. <laughs> oh, Y'all yeah. like that? Uh, she going to end the boy. Boy, hey. And we get we get no more questions like that no more on the Hilltop Radio show no, not while Raz is on. Oh hell! Yeah, yeah. Raz. What? I just listen. Need, what I just, they said when Raz don't work, try voodoo. Hey. Okay. I just need, Raz, I, I, play with I, I ain't even going to that room. I'm not even going to that door and open up that door. Fuck that. Keep the lock on it. Don't open that motherfucker too for nothing. You might <laughs> use it. I need it. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Mr. No Weapon Man, uh, where can they follow you at, man? Good Lord. Follow me anywhere that Raz Marie ain't at. No, no. <laughs> Don't get scared. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, uh, you can find it right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. 
uh, with DJ Sherry and the Hilltop Family. Oh, damn. AJ, go ahead, AJ. <laughs> Follow me on Facebook at Angela Lyon Jackson. Lie. She's oh. a liar. She's a liar. She's a liar. She's always lying. She's a liar. <laughs> Boy, y'all, y'all women and y'all damn phones, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all phones tonight? Y'all on that womp, 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 womp. Charlie know. Brown shit. It's a full moon, Charlie Brown. Raz, <laughs> get that goddamn Ted G going. Put your phone on your titties so we, we get some good reception. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you better, boy. It's a shame, Monique, when you got to tell somebody to put their phone on their breast to get better reception. Look, I got a big boob, so I get it. <laughs> like I got totally get it. Wow. Uh Monique, go ahead and tell everybody where they can follow you at. There is um, a picture right there, y'all. I'll put I put the picture in the in the group, the new picture. I put the picture in the new in the new group with Raz's phone on her breast. She's like, Y'all niggas make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> You probably can put your phone on your head and get good reception. Raz <laughs> like, Raz like, I'm sick of y'all niggas tonight. This is no weapon. Don't forget to start that GoFundMe account on Monday so we can raise money for Raz's phone. We're gonna get her an iPhone. iPhone, iPhone Z. Well, we're gonna get you another one, the Z Pro or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> we gotta make sure it's, it's shatterproof, waterproof, dry. You run over it, every damn thing. Voodoo right. proof, voodoo proof, everything. Voodoo. <laughs> Not voodoo proof. <laughs> she gonna have burn, burn sage on that mug on her phone every damn night. Damn. Y'all laughing, but that's what I'm about to do right now. Ain't that some shit? Go ahead, uh, uh, Mo. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> so it's Monique Songbird across the board: Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, IG. Um, M O N I Q U E S O N G B Y R D. All right. Yeah. I'll put another picture in there. The face I make with my phone service. Mhm. I'll put another picture in there, y'all. What Raz, the face I make with my phone service acts up. Raz. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get to this love. We'll be right back here. <laughs> we'll be right back here on the hilltop, y'all. Where the hell is that? There it is. That's my teachers be telling us stories. Come on, man. Uh, it was a local ZBC News. Ellen Cool J with the Twins and Comeback. More on the Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the fear? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Explosion. Overpowering. Over the competition. I'm 
when it's time to unwind from a long day. To improve it, stop by Taj Essentials, 3124 Eastway Drive, Charlotte. Taj Essentials offers natural products that are vital to improve your life. So stop by or give them a call at 980-819-7463. Open Monday through Saturday. That's 980-819-7463. Taj Essentials, helping you improve you. Throwback show. Uh, go ahead, Raz. Go ahead with the next question of the night. I got to step away, so you guys go ahead and talk. I'll be right back. Okay. So, what's going to be my topic? I never can think about nothing. <laughs> think about it. You gonna put me on the spot like right, right now? That, that's my topic. Why do we let DJ Sean put us on the spot like this? Yeah, that's okay. the question. <laughs> <laughs> because we love you. Well, I tried, y'all. Don't, don't, don't make it fun of my voice because all of y'all sing and she. <laughs> I, I can't sing. That's why you talk about. Huh? I can't sing. That's why I, I use the talk about. Mm-mm-mm. Here's a question. Do toxic women destroy good men? Let me know when I need to go. Go ahead. Because <laughs> we already know. Uh, do toxic men destroy, I mean, toxic women destroy good men? Mm-hmm. Is a lot of green green? <laughs> sure enough. They do. And and you know what's funny, though, about that, though? Um, like, there's a saying that most beautiful women pick the stupidest, baddest men. It's, just, it's the same thing with good men. They pick the most toxic women ever created in life. And just because, just because she's beautiful, just because she's fine, mm-hmm. maybe she's got that, that, that head action like he won't. But she's crazy, though. That, that, that's, that's not saying go get to somebody ugly that's going to treat you right. If you want somebody to look good, yeah. But most of the finest corporate America men you ever want to lay your eyes on, check out the girls he choose. They be crazy. And he'll have a baby by him, and he got to go through all this drama. And by the time he gets somebody good, well, the good girl got to deal with his previous mess-ups, and, and, and mm-hmm. she, she, she having stress on her life that she never had before because this stupid choices of toxic women. It happens every day. He messed up. He jacked up. He don't know what to do. And because of the women he chose, they, the women messed him up. They messed him up. Messed him up bad. Monique, what's your thing? Um, I think I, I think that yeah, definitely a toxic woman uh, will ruin a toxic man because whoever you with, I feel like you know they kind of determine where your growth is going to be if you're trying to build with that person. And if you toxic, you you're going to be stagnant. They're never going to mm-hmm. have that person that sitting there to hold them accountable for them being immature. Or or doing something wrong, that person gonna be toxic with them. And you like when you around people that are a certain way, it rubs off on you. 
too, or this is, um, how that saying goes. Um, I forgot. When I think about it, I'm going to see it. Um, and what you think, Angela? Um, I agree with them. You know, you just, I agree with what they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say it. The what? The what y'all think makes the toxic woman? Go, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was saying I, was, I agree with what they said. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of toxic women out there, and they turn good men bad. I've seen it. I've seen women that had a good man do everything for them, and they just so set on when they were hurt before, they can't let go of the past, and they treat that they treat that man bad, and therefore, it you know it makes them not trust the next woman. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've seen that. Y'all remember, y'all, y'all remember Tyler Perry's movie? Why did I get married? Mhm. Yeah. She had the the girl with the smart mob, the black chick was smart. She had a great guy that would have done anything for her, but she was toxic, and it drove him. It, he he was stressed all the time because of because of her toxic toxicity with him. Right. Oh, yeah, Angela was through it all. <laughs> oh, man. <What's- laughs> yeah, Angela was through it all. Angela and Mark, they both was through it all. <laughs> but do, do y'all know anyone personally in those types of relationships? Like, at, a, some, at some point, you got to let go of the relationship. Some people just hold on to that because they want to feel like they winning. But like, I'm not gonna let this other woman have him because I put too much time and effort in it, and I don't want her to win. Baby, if you think that man home. is worth winning, keep him. Hey, all they don't want to be alone. Some some women and men are, are afraid to be alone because if they've been with somebody for so long, they they fear mm-hmm. being alone. So they'll just mm-hmm. put up with the bullcrap because at least I'm not alone. Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. but. Right. Still alone because you're not with me. I'd rather be alone than be unhappy. I, my Ain't nobody. Going, when I got my right. I'm not going to let nobody come interrupt my peace. And I'm to the age where I'm almost 50. Baby, I'm not going to let you put me in the ground. No. Uh-uh. I need my peace. <laughs> And that goes with with a man. That goes with my children. That go that part as far as my peace is concerned. I'm not letting nobody take my peace. Nobody. And that's why I draw the line with them children, because them children didn't left me, and then they went move on with whoever they they love. So baby, you're not gonna come and just disturb my peace. Now I'm a kill for you, but I ain't gonna let you take my peace. Mm-hmm. You have some people too when they. They so toxic and they end up in a relationship with somebody else and they both become toxic and they can't let go mm-hmm. of each other because they're they depend on each other's toxicity and they know that if they go to somebody else 
they're going to have to be held accountable for something. So they stick with each other because mm. they really can kind of at some point do whatever they're going to do to each other because they both become toxic. Yeah. What was uh? What was the question? Do toxic women. Uh, oh. Toxic. Toxic, toxic women make um, a good man bad. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Toxic toxic women make everybody bad around them. Mm-hmm. Even their girlfriends. Seriously. Exactly. Because and they're they're ne- uh, Go ahead, babe. No, because their negative energy is gonna rub off on uh on you know, on them thinking that this person that they are rallying behind, that they're fearless leader, their go they their go so and so go to person, they think that this person is, you know, a boss. And that that's just, that goes back to the night I said like if me and Mister No Weapon are, are are together all day we boys and everything, and I and 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 I drop him off at home, I don't know what he's gonna do when he gets behind that closed doors. I don't know if he's gonna pick up the phone up and say, "Man, I was with that dumbass DJ Sean. He's stupid in the mouth." I don't know what he's gonna say about me, and he don't know what what I'm gonna say about him once he's out the car. You follow what I'm saying? I've said this before. We say that we boys, but how, you know, is, is that true? It, 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 are we our brother's keeper? Is, is a sisterhood a real sisterhood? You know what I'm saying? You, it, you don't know. But when, you, when you're around a toxic person, you know, you know how, when you're around a toxic person, you know how they think. You know how they act. You know they're going to talk about somebody. And, you know, they're going to be mm-hmm. on this pedestal where they're unstoppable. And they can't be touched, and you know, and 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 they act like they're a boss. You follow what I'm saying? Right. Real talk. Yeah, that's true. That is so true, and that's why you got to be careful where you get your your advice from. Like, I would never go. Like, I have friends that'll say, "Oh, I wish I had a relationship like you and your husband." I'm like, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You only see what, you're on the outside looking in. You don't know if we fussing every night. You don't know if I'm cheating or he cheating. You don't know if we even eating. You don't know what's going on in in our household. So you ne- never wish that you have a relationship like someone else. I remember being younger and my cousin had a boyfriend and he treated her like a queen. And I used to always say, I want a relationship like that. Man, worst relationship I've ever seen when I when I finally got on the inside. Because when you're on the outside mm-hmm. looking in, it looks good. That man cheated yeah. with everything and everybody. And um, I learned, nah, I'll never, I'll never look at somebody else's situation and say I want that because you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what a person is going through emotionally. Person might be suicidal and you don't know, and mm-hmm. you wishing that upon yourself. So you gotta be careful what you pray for. I pray I need you. I pray I need you. <laughs> See why you gotta be so? Ill? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad influence. They must not heard what I said earlier. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. Oh, I know what you said. Just stab a motherfucker. Just stab a motherfucker. Just short the shit, boy. 
and DJ Sean, who says, uh, he's going to say this right here. Who's, how can you make this make sense? How can you kill somebody a little bit? What is that? Man, she just said, that's enough to, yeah, that's enough to make somebody suffer. In other words, you're going to make them suffer while they're dying. That's love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to I choke you so bad that when you die, you come back to life so I can choke you again. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I need you to su- I need you to suffer. <laughs> Don't half ass do something. If you go listen, if I'm gonna go to jail hey, and I know hey, I have Ms. to fight off Big Bertha, baby, hey, Ms. it's gonna be worth it. Hey, Mrs. Noah Weber, we need to find out we need to find the nearest state hospital <laughs> in uh Louisiana near her. <laughs> <laughs> we got garrison medication. We got garrison medication and shit. We got to go see Raz up there. Where Raz at? She in the rubber room again. She done went off on somebody all alone. <laughs> Put her ass in the street. She, she want to cut somebody. She want to cut somebody. Talk about she need I a cut him just a little bit. Say she need a razor to, uh, to uh, shave her legs. She, I'm going to try to shave somebody's neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, baby. I'm going to pluck your eyelashes out one by one. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Peel off all your toenails. <laughs> oh, so, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Being in a toxic relationship, how does it okay for the ladies being in a, being in a relationship with a with a man that that was abusive, uh, physically, mentally, you know, just ignorant all the time? How do you not take? How do you not carry that over into a, into your next relationship? What what is it that you guys do that helps? the next relationship instead of going backwards, moving forward to somebody bigger and better that's, that's come in your life. How do you guys not, what, what do you do not to bring that into the next relationship? Who want to go first? I say, I say, go junkie 
um, he got to the point where. Um, so let me ask, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Brad. Um, how many how many how many how many years were you married to him before you realized? We were we were together eleven years, married legally maybe three, because after the second year of marriage, I got out. Uh, and my thing was, I was raised in a church, so they told us you had to you put up with the shit. You stay married. We didn't get divorced. That was one of the first people in my family to ever get a divorce. And it was hard on me because my parents didn't understand. You know, uh, my family did, they didn't understand divorce. Um, but it got to the point where with him, we had started fighting. And like I said, I'm I'm not a forgiven. I was forgiven then, but I wasn't really forgiven. It got to the point where I was staying up at night and thinking about how I was going to kill him. And when it got to the point where we were physically fighting, and I'll fight a man. I will take your life. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was raised with with a lot of my uncles, you know. So fighting to me, I'm with his ass. But when a woman has to fight a man, that that's, that's not being a woman. So when it got to that point, I said it was, it was time for me to to get out of that relationship before I kill him or I be in jail and not losing my kids. It wasn't worth it. So when I, when I walked away from it, it took a long time for me to be able to to trust a man, mm-hmm. you know, and for me to to grow. What I had to do was date myself mm-hmm. and taught myself self love because he had took so much from me that I didn't even. The only reason why I was still living then was because I had children. Because at that point, I felt that I had no. No reason to live, I must say. I wasn't suicidal, but I was so depressed where I really didn't want to be here. But I, was, I wasn't going to take my life. You know, I was in, in between that where life just wasn't, it didn't mean nothing for me. But because I had my kids, that's what pulled me through. I had to make it for them. And I didn't want them to see what a toxic relationship was. It was already um, young. And he was, you know, he had started doing drugs in front of the kids. Mm. And I was young and dumb. You know, smoking weed was one thing, but when you start using needles and popping pills and bringing, drinking cases of 24 beers and doing cocaine and smoking crack in front of the kids, that's a whole different ball game. You're taking the food out of the refrigerator and you're selling it for drugs. Mm. So, wow. But, but, for me to, <laughs> but for me to grow... I had to date myself. I started going to the movies by myself. I started going to eat out by myself. And I started loving who I was as a person. And once I started loving myself, that was it for me. Ain't no man could have came and tell me and run no game on me. If you thought you ran game, it's because I let you. Mm. But you have to love yourself regardless. And that's why you'll see my status all the time, baby. I will toot my own horn because... For my husband to love me the way he he does he do, he has to love me more than I think I love myself. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have it no other way. And I do that with friendship, and I do that with relationships. Now, if I see people don't give me the same energy that I'm giving, baby, I'm not fixing a fight for no place in nobody's life. You got to be able to. You know, I had to take my toxic because I became toxic. Oh, boy, them men, I get them in trouble uh, before I met my husband. I was separated. I was divorced for 10 years before my husband came into my life. 
But during that time, I taught myself self-love, and mm-hmm. I got my shit together. Because if I would have stayed toxic, baby, I'd have been in jail. <laughs> I would have been in jail. Wow. The most important is just loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. No Weapon, you was going to say something? Um, I think it's also, along with what everybody said, uh, uh, you got to give that person a chance to uh, show you that they're not like that person. Uh, because mm-hmm. if you go in there saying, well, you're looking for them to be like your previous relationship, male or female, then you're not being fair to that person. They ain't nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so that can hinder it, too. You have to start off with a clean slate, male and female, you know. And to they show you that they're that person, that's when you penalize them for it. But don't go in there saying, oh, I know you're going to do me just like this, like Jim Bob and Betty Sue and Karen and Cookie did. Uh, yeah, he said, said Jim Bob and Betty Sue. <laughs> Jim Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 let me, so let me ask you this, Mr. Lo- no Weapon. Is that, does that come from jumping from one relationship to an, into another relationship and not giving yourself a break, a mental break to get yourself together? Because you have a lot of people out here that have the mentality, the mindset, men and women, that don't give themselves enough time to relax their mind. They gotta, they have to have somebody. They got to be with somebody. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That, that can have part to play with it, too, because I, I used to say this right here, and I thought that was right, but it was wrong is, you know, than, than two left shoes. I used to say the best way to, the best way to get over the old mate is get you a new mate. That that's all good. That that that'll get you some claps. But you ain't giving yourself time to get over the old mate. You just jumping in a relationship with somebody new. So that that all the time it'll, it'll backfire. Most of the time. Anybody else want to add to that? I mean, with that being said, when it comes, that right? <laughs> you gotta, there's a difference between jumping in bed with somebody and starting a relationship. If you just, if you're toxic and you just want to have sex, just say, "Hey, I just want the dick and move on." Don't, but don't jump you. into a relationship saying you want something and that's not really what you want. Well, I'm like this. I'm like this, Raz. I want a woman to come out and me to say. She want to sleep with me. Don't hide that. Let me know. Let me know. You want to squatter the kids, grandkids, and the next generation, and we'll just deal with it accordingly. Stupid, man. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But y'all men don't want to be used. If I just say, hey, I just want your dick and that's it, y'all going to feel like y'all, y'all naked and y'all going to feel uh, no, abused. No, 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 y'all, no, no. Y'all, y'all just like women. Y'all just pretty, like women. Y'all be, no, y'all be in no. y'all feelings. Now, if you're mature, now if you're mature adults and you go at it together, now I've been in a situation like that where, where it's just nothing but strictly sex, you know, and that's that. I've been in situations like that where we just left it as that, which I was cool with, right? Because then I right. then I can still go and do what I wanted to do over here, and then have to worry about well, how come? Why you what? Why didn't you answer your phone or or? Right. Um, uh, I'm coming over a certain time and you're not there or who who's that over your house? You know what I'm saying? That, mm, that, right. I love right. the, I love that type of relationship because 
Okay. I wasn't under pressure. I ain't have I ain't have a headache. I could come and go as I please, and 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 that's that's that was the terms. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 if now I've seen this too. If I if I display to her that I really like her, like her, and she just want to screw, then I'm gonna get the short end of the deal emotionally because I really liked her. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so so in that instance, then I probably wouldn't want to hang out with you. Just for a little while, I'll screw you a little bit, you know what I'm saying, but I'm probably going to shoot the deuce. <laughs> me, me, honestly, me, I wouldn't even put myself in that situation because if, I, if I'm if i liking her and, and she's not liking me, that's nothing but stress. And that ain't nothing but a, a heartbreak, you know, that ain't nothing but attitude coming on because then you're going to be mad when you see her out with another cat or something like that. I, I'm not even going to put myself, myself up for that. I wouldn't even do it, honestly. I wouldn't do it. And you know what? You know oh, what no. you trying to? I, I, I see you on that. You, you, you know the worst place to be in in a relationship is when you really want to be with somebody and you know they don't want to be with you. Yep. I've been there. But also, but also I have this female. So y'all wouldn't, but also, so y'all wouldn't give up the dick? Hell no. Man, I'm taking that shit. <laughs> you can write that note again. I'm gonna get up in the morning and be like, be like you, you raped me, you raped me, you took it, right, right, you raped me. You just shut. Hold on, hold on, DJ Chuck. All that and stuff. I hear you razz. I hear you double chocolate. But if you say no, we take it. We going to prison. See. <laughs> See, see what you know what that ain't got nothing to do with it. Y'all just said, if y'all really feeling this woman, y'all not going to give it up because y'all butt going to hurt. But y'all would do it to a woman, knowing that that woman really wants something more out of the relationship. You would lay down with her, screw her, but, but, and then but leave Rez. her hanging. But y'all don't, want, y'all don't want the woman to do the same thing to y'all. So if I'm in a situation and I know you like me and I want that day, I'm going to take it and then I'm going to leave you. I'm going to block you. But but see, somebody has to be the mature. Someone has to be mature and talk. You got to talk about it. She's just gonna take. I heard. I heard about taking the pussy, but she's just gonna take the dick. <laughs> Y'all gonna give it up. 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 Y'all I told you that. I told you no, and you took it anyway. <laughs> what did you give me, Benadryl? You gave me Benadryl? <laughs> no, no, did. Get me a ball. Bring it here. I'll call you oh, when
it and you violated me. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and you liked it. And you loved it. Yeah, yeah. And you loved it. And now you're on the block list. <laughs> <laughs> Why you can't call me? I'm good for now. I'm gonna call him next week. Uh, but you know what's funny though, man? You know what's funny though? What I see, man, is that see how, see how, see how you was like, oh, he gonna block and, and everything was cool. Let me tell you something. I've noticed this that when a woman do a when a woman do a man like that, we just supposed to deal with it and, and get the hell on. But if we do y'all that, y'all outside driving down the street, look outside, you you opening the mailbox. Why are you outside opening my mailbox? Oh, I'm just here. Now nah, you ain't just here. You can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, y'all want to do that to us, but y'all don't want us to do the same thing to y'all. Mm-hmm. And granted, I'm not saying rape like really rape somebody, you know, because that's not a joking matter. But I'm just saying, in you know, if if I want it, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm what if he say he wants it? Would you would you what? take it, Monique? Monique, would you take it? Nah, I'm uh, I'm the type of person I want somebody to like chase me. So hey. if if he if he making it seem like he don't want to give me something, I go somebody else that that really want it. I'm not about to play like I'm not about to do that. Play hard to get stuff. We grown. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Hell yeah, yeah, you've been talking to Raz a lot. I had to watch you. We're gonna have to watch that shit now, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about this. Mm-mm. Lord have mercy, boy. I tell you, boy. But, um, the main part of that, like, 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 I, what I've learned over my my experience in in relationships and giving myself breaks to get myself mentally mentally stable, get myself mentally recharged, and get myself just time to know who I am and just relax. Uh, I've learned that. Communication is 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 what is the utmost respect in relationship is the communication. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, saying for instance, you sleep a certain way or you snore. You know, if that if that bothers you, let you know, let somebody know. Just don't have an attitude about it. I ain't getting no fucking sleep and this and that. Let a nigga know what you know. What the hell? Right. You can't read a mind. Right. You try, if you're trying to step into if you're trying to step into a relationship and you're trying to build a bond, this is the point where you sit down and you talk, you you have communications. But, mm-hmm. but see what what the hazardous part of that is. What's the first thing we do when we jump up? Well, ninety-five percent of us, what we do when we jump in the, up in the morning is what we do. We grab our cell phones. It goes straight to fucking yeah, social, media social media to see what the that fuck is going on in social media. <laughs> to see what's going on in social media instead of sitting up there and asking, you know, baby, is you know everything okay? You know, you want some breakfast or something like that, or just having a conversation. You know, and then you talking and is she all in 
and the cell phone, and you you just ask the question, mm hmm, yeah. Girl, if you don't get it the hell off that goddamn cell phone, girl, if I don't smack the shit off <laughs> your ass, you don't know it. Smack me. But I mean, you can't really go by that either because I mean, you have some people where it'll seem like they're doing all the right communications and stuff too, but a person can only give you their representative for so long before their real true person comes out. Because I mean, I've been in situations where, oh, like he did everything perfect and the, the nigga was the devil. So you can't really go by that either. It's just really you, you have to deal with people on an individual level. That's true. Some people Because I, I, I would rather you get on your phone every morning when you first wake up than you just straight dog me in a relationship. So it's kind of, you got to kind of outweigh. It's always going to be things that you don't like about a person that you're with. But that's what a relationship is. That's what love is. There's some type of compromise. And I'd rather, I, I rather not argue over, you know, over dumb shit that, that's small when there's other mm-hmm. big shit that I had to deal with. I'd rather deal with this little shit because this ain't nothing compared to the other stuff I had to deal with. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Relationships is give and take. But when them relationships fall off and it's not worth holding on to, when it's making you question who you are as a person, let that shit go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd rather have myself peace. Then to pull out my teeth. That's why these yes. people go on post of the day trying to keep a relationship that's not even worth keeping. Mm-hmm. Because, man, a couple of times I thought I was going to end up snap, so <laughs> I tried to keep my sanity. <laughs> Girl, some of them men, ooh, baby. They drive me because sometimes, baby, I've been wanting to put my husband up for adoption. Y'all want to come adopt me for just a little while? I want a baby. Can y'all come okay. adopt me for a little while? Because if you can't work in my nerves, I'm out. I'm out. See, with me, I pay attention to, I pay attention to detail and conversations. You know what I'm saying? I pay attention to if you say, oh, uh, Saturday, we're going to do this and that. You know what I mean? So you're telling me this on Tuesday. So when Friday gets here, oh, uh, we're going to go do this instead. So then when Saturday gets here, we ain't doing nothing. But you ain't you ain't saying why or something happened or this and that. You you know what I mean? That that right there, that's a that's a that's a that's a flaw that's a red, flag. That's a red flag. Or mm-hmm. I'm gonna call and 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 we're gonna do a we're gonna go here the weekend. It comes. Oh, I'm we're gonna go and 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 go to such and such. My cousin's house is having a a barbecue or something. And we're gonna go. When you start getting red flags and stuff, everything starts. But on your end, you're not saying anything. You're just like, okay, whatever you say, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, you 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 make the plans, but. You making plans, but the plans ain't panning out. But then you're doing something else. So then, when when me, I take two steps back. I start going backwards, and then I stop. When a phone rings, I'll look at it and put the phone right on down 
and keep on doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing because now your your phone call, your phone conversation ain't a priority now. Or if I'm talking to say I'm talking to Mr. No Weapon, we just we just have a guy talk talking about sports and stuff and you call. You think I'm gonna tell Mr. No Weapon, hey man, I'm, I'm gonna hit you right back. I got you know, my girl calling. No. You're gonna that phone gonna ring until it goes to the voicemail. Why? Because you're not priority. And then when the conversation we're talking every day and the conversation goes from seven days a week to six days a week to five days a week, three days a week, and then you barely get in a week, that's what I already tell you. Move on. Right. Yeah. That's how I am because here's the thing. I'm not going to sit up and waste my waste my energy and time and talk to you and tell you what's going on because you should already know what's going on. Your your mouth, your lips. Everybody's got a set of lips. Everybody's got a tongue, and everybody has a mind and a brain. So, if you're sitting back and you're like, "Well, what? The, what? The, I wonder what's wrong with him." You should already know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So and then and and then and then like I know I shouldn't do it, but then I take that bad experience and then I look I look for it over to the next experience because, you know I'll I'll say, you know, like I told this one girl a while back I said this shit is too good to be true. What do you mean by that? Just what I said. It's like me. I sit back and wait for it because I know it's coming. I know it's coming, and I'm always right. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, I can read you. If I can read you and, and, and already see that you're, another, you're full of shit, I'm going to let you play it out. I'm going to think that you really think you got me in the palm of your hand. You really think that you're doing this and doing that. And all the mind, I'm just really deleting you out of this, blocking your phone number and everything. Oh, I've been trying. I've been calling you. My phone keeps going to voicemail. Oh, really? Wow, I'm wondering what's going on with my phone. <laughs> no, that's because I blocked you, dumbass. Because there ain't nothing, else, ain't nothing else that you need to say that DJ Sean wants to hear. But, yeah, and, that's easy, and, though. You care, though, because you, you have this mentality where, like, you'll cut somebody out, somebody off and it won't matter. I think for women, we're more emotional. So in a lot of cases, like, we we like for example we we go with our emotions because like mm-hmm. you know like in December y'all like I literally was dating this uh this dude and he asked me to come to his town for my birthday and when I got there the nigga did not answer his phone and I'm like what the heck is he doing so then he started lying talking about his son was sick he had to go out of town I said but I knew he was lying because like my my I was myself was telling myself like this nigga lying. So, like, I got to the point where, like, it drove me crazy. I literally was about to drive a whole car into his studio. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I tell you, it's like when you, it's easy for people that know how to cut stuff off. But when you love somebody, it's hard to, like, just cut them off cold turkey. I know we all yeah. did something dumb for somebody we love well, at some point. Well, the, well mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean to talk about men. And I'm quite sure Mr. No Weapon will probably agree with me or disagree with me. But the weak-minded men are worse than the strong-minded men. Because the strong-minded men isn't going to allow 
isn't going to allow, you know, like, like Mo said about me, I'll cuss your ass out before I even let it bother me. That's just, that's just my mentality. But a weak-minded man, he'll be crying, he'll be stalking. That's a weak-minded man. Strong-minded man is like, okay, you know, oh, well, it didn't work. You know, I'm going I'm to sit around and find somebody else and move on. That's the difference between a, a strong um, a strong mentality and a weak-minded man. Real talk. And most of these baby daddies, most of these baby daddies are weak-minded men because they don't want to see their baby mama, baby mamas with someone else. And that's the real talk. I agree. Mm-hmm. Sure. You ladies got something to say about that? It's true, but at some point, as a as a woman, like you know, I, I talk about my um my ex husband. I still had a part to play in that relationship because I still chose him. I knew he was mm-hmm. toxic when I met him. I I, was, I loved him, but I was never in love with him. And I made some bad decisions. I can't just say, "Oh, my baby daddy was just shit," which he was, but I chose that shit. <laughs> Okay, so you let me ask you, 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 you stay, but you stay there because of the kids, right? That was my excuse, yeah, because of my kids, because okay. I didn't want them to grow up without their daddy, which they end up, anyway, they didn't end up with him, so I stayed in a relationship too long for no reason. Exactly. Because once I divorced him, he divorced the kids, and when I tell you that man lived in my back door, where I bought my house, he rented a house, and I opened up my back door, and I could see him sitting out on his porch, and he was not there for for his children. Didn't show up for the graduation, no nothing. Never paid no child support. Nada. Mm. Nothing. So my excuse for staying there because of the kids wasn't a good excuse because he still wasn't there for them. So... That, that's a weak excuse, and I tell that to anybody. I done been there, done that. You do not stay in a relationship for no children. That is the weakest and the worst thing to do because your children see what you're doing, and then you get mad at them for choosing uh, somebody that you don't accept. Oh, I don't want you to go out with him. Well, shit, he just like the man you was with. They saw you, you know, stay in that relationship. You have to mm-hmm. take fault into, you know, your own Take accountability uh, for the things that you did. My part, I played in there. I said, nope. I, I wasn't in love with him when I got with him. I was just having sex, my nasty ass, and got pregnant. Boom. So I stayed with the fool. Mm-hmm. I knew then he wasn't for me. Wow. We have to take accountability for, you know, certain things as well. Because we, we rule our own lives. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to stop sitting here praying, uh, you know, praying for something and you're not doing what we're supposed to do to to, to make it right. Like we all want things. We all want money, but who gets up and actually go get it? You're not mm-hmm. going to get no money sitting out at home. Oh, Lord, I'm waiting for Jesus to... To, to come up the cross and, and, and do this for me. I, oh, I need them to heal me. But you're still eating pork. 
Mm-hmm. You tell a person there's a cure for diabetes. Oh, they're not gonna believe it because the doctor say diabetes can't leave your body. Go vegan and find out. I'm living proof. But you're not gonna listen to me and and I tell you follow a vegan diet and see what happens. See oh, how no. your body changes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they ain't no. gonna do it. They ain't gonna do it because do it. of you. Look, because of you. Ain't gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you still go drink that diet coke. It's a diet coke. It's a uh, it's a coke zero. Look no sugar. sugar in it. You diabetic, you damn fool. But you diabetic. Oh, my doctor said I can have that. <laughs> your doctor wants to keep you on medicine. That's your mm-hmm. job. Your doctor's job is to keep your ass on high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol. Because notice, if you're diabetic, you have high cholesterol and you have blood pressure problems. That all go together. So you got medicine for all that. Mm-hmm. Drop the swine. Drop the the beef and see how your life changes. Drop that milk. Meat. You're not supposed to be drinking milk. You're not supposed to be drinking mm-hmm. milk either. They they complaining and I was dumb. I gave my children that the the Similac and all that stuff too because I was young, dumb, and uneducated. But had I known better, I would have been healthier by giving my child my own breast milk. I would have lost the baby fat, you know. But we started sitting there giving them children cow uh, milk. Cow milk is us. That's for their children. That's not for us. Drop the milk and eggs and the dairy and and see how your body changed. That ain't nothing but steroids. You you still got got some breast milk? We can talk about that all day. Baby, I got tired of milking them things. But they ain't got shit up in there. Hey, all you gonna get is some yeah. tired milk. Poof. Me, ain't no, me, ain't no breast milk in them old things. Let me, let me, let me try. <laughs> let, <laughs> some damn, some old, that old pot of milk. Remember that commodity yeah. milk, that that dry uh, pot of milk they used to give them commodity. Mm, <laughs> That's what they got up in them things, baby. Let me let me pull on one. Let me see what comes out of it. <laughs> That's why they got bars in them now. I see. <laughs> wow. But um, let's do this. Uh, next week here on uh, uh Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night, Raz, who you got coming on Sunday night? I got the songstress Melba that's going to be on. And y'all, when I tell you, she has a powerful voice and she has, and she's so humble. So we're going to have a great show for you. And I have two co-hosts that's coming on. One, uh, her name is Kenzara. She's a black-owned business owner, um, sells clothes and everything, and a good friend of mine. I'm going to have my beautiful daughter on. It's going to be her birthday, so I'm going to have a kind of co-host with me, too. And she's a, a teacher. So we're going to be talking about empowering women, education, black-owned businesses for, uh, for women. We're going to have a good show. So I hope y'all ladies tune in. Yeah, we got uh, Monday night. Tune in too. Monday, Monday night, we got AD Empire, a hip-hop group from out of New York. Uh, Tuesday night, we're going to be blessed with Naughty by Nature's. Vinny is going to be with us live on the Hilltop Radio Show. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday night is hump night, hump day. We got Mark Mark Callrun from Color Me Bad is going to be in the building with us. And then uh, Thursday night, we got another hip-hop artist from New York. Uh, Senior G is going to be blessing us uh, here on the Hilltop Radio Show, y'all. So that's the that is the whole that is the month of um, 
And then we got Law. He's coming back on June the 1st. And we got a man. I got a stud. Uh, Rusty Allen, Charles Glenn, uh, Leroy uh, Johnson, uh, um, Alan Admiral from Stone City Band. Uh, Charles Glenn is from the group Ozone, funk group Ozone. He also was a bass player for Little Richard. Rusty Allen was is the bass player for uh, Sly and the Family Stone. He's going to be on, going to be on, be on with us, and we're going to be breaking uh, Law's uh, EP. And uh, we're gonna have a good time that night. Uh, and then uh, I set aside uh, June, June the ninth, uh, day before my birthday. Uh, we're gonna have this functional family day, dysfunctional family night here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We're gonna be playing music, um, going back over memorable, memorable uh, shows, uh, talking about you know who was you know good artists that came on, the music and stuff like that. And then we got Miss Monique Songbird in two weeks after that, uh, June the 17th, the Songbird Show. It will be back in full effect on the Hilltop Radio Network. So what are we looking forward to, uh, Miss uh, Songbird? What are we looking forward to on your show? Um, Well, I like to kind of showcase, um, I listen to more... um, up-and-coming artists and artists that are already out there. So I just always want to create that platform for people to come out and, like, you know, tell their story. Um, I'm more so I don't – I don't not for artists that just want to do something. I feel like there's a story behind what you do. Mm-hmm. So my focus is artists that have a story, that have a meaning behind their music. It's not just, okay, I'm just doing music. Can't wait. And then Benita Applebaum, um, her show, The Smoke Session, is going to start in July. And y'all make sure y'all keep Benita in y'all's prayers. Um, she she lost her mom um, back in oh, wow. November, November, and she's still having a she's still having a tough time. Uh, she's still having a tough time, you know. Uh, Without her mother, because her mother, her and her mother, when I mean they were tight, they were tight. And she's mm-hmm. still having a tough time. So y'all keep her in y'all prayers and, and reach out to her every now and then, you know, and just check on her and, and speak to her and stuff like that, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys see, we, we as you guys see, I started another group. You guys know why. Um, I went back into the other group today, and uh, they're starting to uh, get the picture. So they're starting to delete themselves from the from the other group. So um, there's a reason why I did that. Um, y'all know why, and I ain't gotta get into any of that because it's not it's a waste of time and energy. And right now, the energy is going toward the future, the president of the future, and not going backwards. Um, so, um, and if any of you guys know any DJs that need a platform or would love to, you know, bring, invite them on the show, um, uh, and, you know, let let me know so I can get them on because I got to have DJs on these shows. Um, 
I already know, you know, uh, Thursday night's uh, DJ Groove isn't coming on, and you know, B. Lisa, I don't, I don't know what the fuck his problem is. He said he'd be on, and he, he ain't he never come on. Um, he's already on my in a, my hot seat anyway. Um, so, Uh-oh. yeah. So y'all family, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hide nothing from y'all. Y'all know I'm real, and I keep it real. If I have an issue with someone, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna make it known. Uh, so, um, you know, we we're providing a service for people, and part of the service is DJs. You know, like tonight we had an artist on here tonight. The only DJ on here is me. You know, um, y'all. You know, Mr. No Weapon is an artist, radio personality. Uh, Raz is a is a radio host, radio personality, co-host. You know. Monique is an artist, radio personality, and a host of her own show. AJ is a, a radio personality. Now, we don't have no, no more DJs but me. Yeah. So when I'm, doing, I'm doing these, when I'm doing these deals with these management companies and these bloggers, I'm telling them, yeah, I have DJs that come on the show and this and that. So, you know, when they're listening and, and oh, it's only one DJ, that makes me look bad because that's the service that I'm providing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but somewhere over the rainbow... You know, <laughs> I send these motherfuckers down the yellow brick road. Yeah, but I don't think you should ever do that again. Oh no, I just trying to. You know, yeah, I know you on here. I, but but you I know, know you know the Wizard of Oz, my favorite movie, and you just messed. Oh you just yeah, messed yeah, up yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot. You got this song, Mr. Ten Man. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Raz, you need you need Monique on your show. Yeah, you need to get her on I your do, show. I do, and I was going to inbox yeah. her, and I said she was yeah. going to do my intro for me, too, on that beat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Let me know. You be able to do it for me? Yes, whatever you need me to do. All righty. Long as, uh, as long as you stay, Sean, I'll do anything for you, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? Well, I'm going to need We need to butter him up a little bit, because DJ Sean, can you send it to him? That email? Yeah. Because I know you got yeah, it. Yeah, I'll send it to her. <laughs> I got to find it first. Yeah. Uh-oh. But I'll, I'll send it back to you, then. Yeah. I'll send it to her. Yeah, send it back to me and I'll send it to her for you. Yeah. If somebody just sent me a message saying I love your booty, you ain't never seen it. Wow. <laughs> Some thirsty ass. They all don't only fans. They all don't only fans. Yeah, you should. I have an OnlyFans. I need to get some more people on there. See? Make but they've been wanting news, and I'm not doing news. You can forget that shit. You can get some uh-huh. lingerie, though. But you ain't getting no news. I draw the line, baby. Mm-mm. Um, they be wanting too much. 
I do some lingerie. I do cosplay and all that. But you can't see my tinkle box. <laughs> God damn. You can't see PT, Tata, and Sasha. And my car just flew all over the place. Ain't that some shit? Right. Mm-hmm. I wish you would have warmed up that hot tub, but that's a show getting into that. I didn't even go to get me no drinks. Ain't that some shit? Well, um, let's do this, uh, Raz. Get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Uh, big shout out to my husband. Big shout out to DJ Sean. Thank you for giving us this platform and giving me my own show. Uh, shout out to the dysfunctional family, y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for welcoming me in. Um, my girl, CC and Ice Doll, y'all know I love y'all. And Monique, y'all, y'all my little dogs. And shout out to all my listeners and all the listeners on this show as well. <coughs> All right, Mr. No Weapon, give some shout outs, big brother. And thank you for what uh, you do, man. Wanna... As well, yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, I just want to say a shout out to uh, my city in North Louisiana, uh, Jonesboro. And uh, I want to say shout out to Lisa, Angela, Pamela, Renee. I love you. You're from around the way. <laughs> he aggravated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, is that your final answer? Absolutely. All right. As a give some shout out, sweetheart. Um, shout out to my son, my grandson, now your small city here, Edison, Georgia, and to you guys, I love you all. And you just um, I just say thank you for allowing me to be a part of the show. Oh, no problem, no problem. Miss uh, Monique Songbird, welcome back, baby. Any shout-outs you want to give? Um, shout-out to everybody on the Dysfunctional Family. Shout-out to you, your old butt, Sean. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to A-Ball Entertainment and my whole crew for me. And just shout out to everybody listening. Because without y'all, it would be no us. Exactly. Uh, I just want to say a shout out to everybody that pays attention to what we're doing over here on the Hilltop. Uh, shout outs to the dysfunctional family. You guys keep you guys are realists. Y'all keep it real. Uh, whole family within a family. Um we we back each other, we stick with each other, and we don't allow any nonsense or negativity to come disrupt uh, what we got going on. And outsiders, you're not welcome. Don't think you're going to come through and and um, destroy or distraught shit because it's not happening. Um, and, and I pray for everybody that was a part of us that... that had a lie and 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 do things to not be a part of what we're doing are here on the show and and you know um and shout out to to Raz y'all um her numbers are killing um she had 29,000 people go back and listen to her show from Sunday and uh each and every night like like 
Like tonight we had uh, We had uh, Tonight we ended up with uh, 8,000 8, 8, listeners uh, Tonight on tonight's show So um, we're, we're, we're You know right now New York To uh, Missouri uh, Kansas City, Missouri is still listening to the show uh, um, Over there Where your, your heritage is from uh, Monique the Philippines is tuned in. Every time you come on the show, the Philippines is always on. Um, the Bronx, the Bronx. Love me even though I ain't going back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New York City, New York City is tuned in. So I want to thank you know I want to thank the people that you know that 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 are paying attention. And we're got we're at um just last night we were at uh, forty three point one k shares between uh, Facebook and Twitter. Right now we're at 45.3k shares between Facebook and Twitter, and um, mm-hmm. um, I have gospel on demand on DJ Show on Live 24/7. And right now you guys can go back and hear old school hip hop 24/7. DJ Show on Live 24/7. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have a good weekend. A good evening, and make sure you guys tune in Sunday night to Love After Dark. And Raz, who's the young lady we got? You have as your Miss Never, and she is a songstress, y'all. I am so excited to to interview her. Every time I hear her show, I I just go crazy for her. I love her. We're going to have a good show. And, y'all, yeah, ladies, I wish you, I want y'all to tune in because we're going to be talking about women empowerment. All right. All right, well, you guys have a good a good night. Be blessed. Peace, love, and hair grease, y'all. And we out of here. Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all.